against what you can't defend You can't comprehend, my friend, this is the end And I'm a godsend This is biblical warfare Against what you can't defend, you can't comprehend Some say it's a sin to beat this Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from R&R, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests, ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. Sneaking the house, recognition and respect up in this, over here on the west side of the after party. I appreciate y'all tuning in week after week, listening to the podcast, letting me know that um, you found me inspirational or entertaining, or you think I'm a goddamn liar. I appreciate all the comments, so keep them coming. Um, what do I got to talk about today? So I had a guest cancel. But I had a guest replace him. Oh, don't chase him, replace him. Uh, yeah, so I'll be rescheduling my guest for today. But um, just waiting for Tony to get here. He's a little late. So in the meantime, I'm going to give a special shout-out to my sponsors. As always, this show wouldn't be possible if people were not paying for it. And since I'm broke trying to build a company right now, I get sponsors to pay for it. And basically, uh, sponsors are anybody who, one, believe in my vision, believe in me, have like a, a respect and an understanding of what I'm trying to build. And two, people that think they could benefit from this platform that goes out to 100 countries, 5,000 weekly listeners. I get about, on average, you know, one to 200 people listening after the fact via SoundCloud and Apple and Stitcher, and I also cut them up little videos and put them on Instagram so I get my reach out to my 5,000 plus across all six of my social media uh, accounts. So we out here trying to spread the word about all the cool stuff, all the people that are investing in me and my vision, and uh, I'm just trying to give them a little shine. So this Thursday, Night Flare Company, it's their last show of the year. 
I got the full lineup right here. We got Ruby Clouds. They were a guest. Moilum, Foxy La Chingona, One Sun, Destro Suave, B. Julius, and Pashumo. I'm guessing. I might not be pronouncing that right. I'm so sorry. Should have probably did a practice run. But, you know, we live out here. It's what we do after party. Woo woo. Uh, DJs, and of course, live art by the homies, Mobiz, Bercasso, and Remy. Um, yeah, man. So, it's this Thursday, it's five bucks at the Epic Lounge. There's bands, there's rappers, there's a full, uh, free parking lot, full bar, um, smoking patio, super chill spot. Everybody there is always a good time to party with. I know because all my friends are always up in the spot when I'm there. So come through Thursday in Downey off the 710 or the 605 and come out and party with us. And also, I've shots fired. The premier, San Diego's premier rap battle league is bringing you the biggest, the biggest rap battle in San Diego's history. It's so big, my homies are going to have pay-per-view. So if you can't be in San Diego, you can still catch the most historic, epic, two-on-two, Geechee Gotti and B-Dot versus Marv One and Quest McCody happening in San Diego. $15 if you want to be there in person. $15 if you want to watch a live stream. Honestly, I've been to these battles. The energy is hype. My boys have done a real good job of creating a community out there. Everybody knows everybody. It's respectful. Yes, the, the rap battles do get a little freaking heinous with the blows and the remarks, but that's what rap battle is. The wordplay, the creativity, the technique, the crowd control. Honestly, when you're there in the circle and everybody's like, oh, what? Damn, you heard that? And then they got to be like, hold it down, hold it down. And then homie brings back the same bar that made everybody go crazy and does it again with, for like the double, the double tap. Blah, blah. You're like, oh, got him. Good times, yo. Good times. I'm not even a true like rap battle fan, battle rap fan, but um. Those guys taught me what's up in San Diego. They sat me down. They're like, look, we're going to show you some top battles right here. Look at the wordplay. Look at the bands. Look at the metaphors. Look at the techniques. And I was like, all right. Shit's undeniable. And then I saw a bunch of trash, trash-ass battle rappers. Because, you know, in anything, there's going to be some, like, not as good folks. But my boys have been working at this for a couple years now. And they've really cultivated a, uh, a community. They got battlers that they can depend on to bring fire as bars they got a crowd that they can depend on to come through and pay the cover charge because they want to be part of the movement multiple cameras i'm telling you man they go hard so shots fired battle rap san diego's premier battle rap league rap battle league and uh check them out november 17th historic going down san diego and as always, the show is brought to you by The Midnight Motives. Their album, Visions, is available on iTunes and Spotify. And they actually have some shows coming up, which I was supposed to promote, but I forgot to write them down in my handy-dandy notebook. So 
You're just going to have to go to Midnight Motives Instagram page, which is at Midnight underscore Motives, I think. Yeah, I got to get better about this. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying. It's all new to me. I never thought I was going to have to sell ad space on my podcast, but here we are doing the damn thing. Isn't that right, Brittany? Yeah, Brittany just said, All right, and I got some new sponsors coming up. Man, I'm always working on securing new sponsors. And honestly, um, the cool thing about these sponsors, like I said, is that I actually know them. They, they know me. They believe in the vision. It's not just like random stuff that I'm trying to like just find a way to get paid for. I'm actually trying to support the network that is supporting me. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have a guest coming up soon. And uh she was so about the vision. She's like, I'll buy a sponsorship before I'm even on the show. And I was like, what? So we're going to be, be bringing more people to you, more products, more things to engage in. Engagement. It's a big topic, conversation, because it's important. People always like, why are you commenting the same emoji all the time? Why are you, why are you always commenting stuff? It's like, because that's how you get your posts. That's how you get the posts boosted up. Algorithms, man. If you see my post, don't just like it, shoot a comment, even if it's a little fire emoji, man, every time. If you put the fire emoji every time, it's okay. I love you for it. I'd be like, oh, man, this fool really wants me to win out here. That's how it is. That's how it is. So I uh, still haven't shot my vlog. I know I've been telling you I'm going to do it, and I will, but it's just like it's hard because i got to do the speaking to the camera parts. And... Um, I was talking to my boy Sesh today. It's like I get all self-conscious about like how I look and if my hair's done and I want to be rocking shirts that say my name on them, but I don't want to be rocking the same shirt over and over again. That's why today I brought out the 2012 sneaky design. And if you notice, it's a 2X because I've been eating and drinking too much, so I got to wear a big shirt so I don't look fat on camera. What's up, Facebook Live? How you doing out there? I look good, huh? I think so, too. Thank you. Thank you. Brittany's over here laughing at me. So um, a lot of exciting things coming up in the world of Schneekylandia, Schneeky Entertainment. Um, I've booked an entire year's worth of entertainment at Indie Brewing Company. So Schneeky and Indie 2019 is already planned out. We already got all the dates in the calendar. Um, I met, I met up with the Redwood Room today, Speakeasy for 2019, locked in for all next year. So we're still doing the damn thing. And um, a lot of people like to be metaphorical or hyperbolic or facetious when they say, uh, oh, man, I'm already in next year. I'm already, I'm already in next year. Well, you know what? Sneaky is in next year, my boy. I got dates and calendars at venues. I got accent on booking. Do you want to be part of the Sneaky Entertainment movement? Reach out to me on my Instagram, at SneakyENT. Get in my DMs. Shoot me an email. Tell me you want to book a show or you want to book me to DJ or you want to use my awesome marketing reach potential to get more folks to look at your shows and go to your shows. I'm not saying I got it all figured out. I've been hearing a lot of criticism about that, that sometimes I come on here and I'd be bragging about having it all figured out and, you know, having my shit all unlocked. Well, I don't. Human, just like everybody else. 
I put my pants on backwards sometimes and put two mismatching socks on. It happens just like everybody else. I'm late on payments. I owe the government and the bank's money. I got to borrow money just like everybody else. My car breaks down the same way everybody else's car breaks down. I need a new one. I don't have a, car. I don't have a, a company vehicle. You ever try to fit a full DJ system for vocals and band in a Scion TC? I have. I do it all the time. And I'm out here just really trying to forge a new path. And sometimes when you're out doing some, and I said this shit before, and I've heard it on other podcasts, so it's nothing special, it's nothing unique. But sometimes when you're out there, like, in the unknown, doing some, like, shit that you've never done before, you got to kind of have that faith, you got to have that confidence, you got to have that belief in yourself. You got to say, hey, man, I'm figuring it out. This is what I'm actually doing, you know? A lot of, I've had some meetings to get some jobs lately, and, you know, I've heard, I've walked away with uh, compliments about, oh, you're so professional, or, wow, you're legit, or, damn, you sound like you know what you're doing, and... <clears throat> Honestly, it's because I just talk about it like I've already done it because that's what I'm trying to do. You see, there's like a weird paradox in there. It's like, oh, yeah, I've DJed a lot of company parties. Yeah. This is usually what happens at those. You know, there's a speech, there's a dinner time, there's a speech time. Yeah. It's like, oh, you have lights? It's like, yeah, I have them. I'll be able to figure it out. And then I go home and I fucking buy the lights right then and there that I need. It's like, dude, sometimes you got to like, Go out on that limb and say, yeah, I could do it. Over-promise, over-deliver, you know? So when I say, hey, we got a network and we're booking shows and if you fucks with me, I'm going to get your work up, it's because I'm trying to like, fucking really make that shit happen. I'm trying to select that possibility. And the more that I can get people to buy into it, the more it all like bubbles up and builds up and works out. And I know I've seen it happen. Like, a lot of people that have come on this show, and not just because of the show, but because of us working together, have been able to get their products or their services or their, 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 you know, their brand seen by more people. Because once you fucking invest in my vision, I take you with me everywhere. So anytime that I say, oh, yeah, like, let me book a show here. Oh, I already know the vendor. I know who the, I'm going to bring for food. And, oh, you need edibles or you need a radio station. You know, I got everything, you know, because there's a network. We're building, like, real tangible shit. And, yeah, we all support each other, you know? Like, you got to be seen. You got to be out in the streets. You got to be actually going to people's events that you're not even booked for, that you're not even connected to at all and supporting them and paying the cover and shaking hands and taking photos and, you know, like, you do it just because you want to push that energy out there, not expecting anything back, but at the same time, you hope that people reciprocate and see, oh, homie came out to my show, I got to make sure to make it out of his show, like, Oh, homie booked me for his shit. I got to try to book him for my shit. Like, and it's not that you expect it, but like you're, that's the attitude you kind of have to have. Like you have to kind of be going out there knowing, hey, like I'm put, I'm going to come out here. I'm going to support. I'm going to show up. 
I'm, you know, I'm going to put smiles on people's faces. I'm going to crack some jokes, smoke some weed, and I'm going to buy some drinks for people. And they're going to be damn, sneaky. Fuck yeah, fool came through. Fool's dope, homie. Oh, shit, he has a show coming up. Damn, he was trying to go. Or if not, let me retweet it. Or shoot him a text. Be like, yo, I can't be there, but hope you kill it. And all that stuff, man, it means the world to me, yo. It means the world to a lot of artists, a lot of people who were putting themselves out there and, like, leaving themselves vulnerable and open to criticism and a lot of people that don't have answers, just more questions. And we're over here trying to figure it all out together. And like I said, I don't have it all figured out. I'm not a millionaire. Uh, I still got a lot of people that are helping me out and supporting me. But I know there's a shitload more people that haven't even heard about me yet who would love to support me if they knew that I had this movement going on. And so I'm trying to push it out, and that's kind of where, like, I look to my circle of people already here to be like, yo, help me get the word out, dude. I get it. You're too close in the circle to always be showing up to all my shit and always be buying all my shit, but, like, retweet the flyer, you know? Bring me up in conversations. Try to get the reach out. Share my video. Share my YouTube channel. It sounds like selfish and, and bitter and like I'm begging and making and trying. Like I don't want people to feel sorry for me because that's not what this is about. I'm just talking about like tangible ways that might seem completely inconsequential to you, but that fucking put smiles on independent artists' faces all the time when they get that notification so-and-so shared your video, so-and-so and -so commented on your photo, like, so-and-so regrammed, the dudes tagged you in some shit, like, it's like, fuck, you know, people care, they're going out of their way to just fucking do something, just post or push a button, click a link, and it sounds pathetic, I'm listening to myself say it, and I'm like, damn, fool, what's wrong with you, you just, you just want attention, you just want everybody to fucking help you out and do all this shit. But you know what? Enough about me. Tony Grant, say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? How's it going? Whoop, whoop. So uh, we're just going to jump on here. We, uh, we heard a couple of your tracks already. So that was my boy, Tony, the song at the top, and the one in the break. That was, that was my boy's track. So we're just going to kick it off the way I start off every interview. Tell the people who you are, what you do, get as metaphysical, as literal as you want, and just kind of start the rant. Absolutely. Well, my name is Tony Grands, and I guess I rap, but I, 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 like to, I like to say I make songs because a lot of people can rap. Plenty of people can rap, but if you can make a good song, it makes a, makes a total difference to what you do. So I'm a song maker, songwriter, I guess. Uh, that's kind of basically it. I, I have a regular job like most people. So, you know, I get out here and hustle and grind like all of us. But that's just the job that I, that I do in order to fund what I'm doing right now, which is creating a movement, getting out here talking to the people. So, I mean, that's, that's basically it. That's what I'm doing now. I'm working to, uh, to get to the next level of success and achieve the things that I believe that I can do. Okay, so when you is, say... Is that metaphysical enough? I, I, it's, it's a, <laughs> is it metaphysical enough for you, Absolutely. my brother? You're the Absolutely. guest right here. We, Absolutely. We're trying to, get the, trying to get the people to know you. I uh, try to get the people to know me. We try to be candid right here. Absolutely. So I'm just going to go off what you said. You said movement. Absolutely. Now, like, movement to me brings up, like, you know, civil rights, revolutionary, you know, you know, got an election tomorrow. So when you talk about movement, I think of, like, 
uprising and some kind of like you know fist in the air is that the kind of movement you're talking about well no no so perhaps movement wasn't necessarily the the right word to use but uh i've been through some things and i have some experiences under my belt which i believe those are the things that'll separate me from the average rapper or the average songwriter so i use those experiences and those testimonies uh, and I turn them into positive messages, and I just kind of talk to people about the things that I can when I have an opportunity to do so. You know, you talk to me about something, I've probably been through something that I can relate it to that has nothing to do with the music, has nothing to do with rap. It's just me relating uh, to another human being on whatever level we can achieve together. Right. And that, and, okay, so, so movement might not necessarily be the right word, but I'm trying to spread a message to a mass amount of people uh, with as much background support as possible. To me... That's a movement. Got you. You know what I'm got saying? You. Yeah, no. Nah. Well, when you, know. you say the background support, that's when yeah. I see the people. Yeah. They got the Tony Grants posters, you know, yeah. coming through with the, with the giant face emoji print yeah, out. Yeah, no, that's no. cool. That's, that's, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. But I have this thing. that I had this thing at work when people try to tip me. I can't take tips anyway. But if I could, they try to give me money. And I say, well, I'd rather you pray for my family. So the Tony Grant signs that would be cool. But I'm sure that there's a much more productive sign that they can hold up. And if I can convince everybody to hold up that sign, that's even better. Yeah, that's, a, say, that's who, 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 who told all you guys to hold up that sign? Tony did. That's just, I don't know. So when you say um, experiences, you've been through things, uh, how long you've been doing music, I already personally know that, that you've been like, you had, had a break, you know, had some, you were dealing with some personal life issues and recently you came back and that's how we kind of connected. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I'm not even 100% sure what happened to before break Tony, and I don't know if you want to go that far, but I'm kind of interested in seeing, like, how old were you when you first started doing music? Like, how long were you doing it consistently? Like, what was, what, what, what did that, what did early uh, Tony Grant's days look like? Uh, my, uh, my uncle, uh, shout out to my uncle, I'm not going to say his name, <laughs> but um, he, was a, he, was a, he, he was a dope dealer. He was a big dope dealer. And back, in the, and back in the 80s in L.A., like dope dealing and the rap game, it was like really the same thing. Right, right, so right. So all those dudes knew each other, and he used to listen to Easy es music. One day he gave me a, 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 a dub tape of Easy es stuff, and I was like, ooh, this stuff, this is sweet. I love it. I love it. I love it so much that I taped over it with my own stuff. And I think I was about maybe nine. Then about a year or so after that, my dad got me a radio, got me Eric B. and Rakim's tape. And for the most part, uh, and, and, I, and I say this because my friends are kind of throwing this in my face now, I've been, I've been a rapper my entire life. So it's always been something I've consistently done. I started doing shows when I was 11. Shout out to my homeboy Tracy, my nigga Wise. Um, just the, consistently, the consistency thing was kind of always there when I was a kid. When I became a young adult, about 18, I really got out here and started hustling and grinding and really started doing music. And I got something that relates to that, too. My break that you talked about was because I started drinking when I was about, I don't know, 20, early 20s. So I didn't just start drinking like drinking with my friends. I became a full-fledged, raging alcoholic like who, whose life completely got upended. Because I was drinking, like, 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 not doing anything, not anything productive, nothing. I can't even <clears throat> imagine you like that today. Totally different yeah. dude, you know. Totally Seriously. different dude. And, and and all candidness, my teeth were messed up. I mean, it was to a point where 
my family, which which my family went through all the things they went through because of my my alcohol abuse, and right. I and I'll take full responsibility for that. But we were, at, you know, we were in, we were in positions where we were poor. Like people talk about not having money and not being broke. Nah, bro, I'm talking about poor. I'm talking about having to go through the clothes, the dirty clothes. We'd have to leave the dirty clothes on the back porch long enough for them not to be dirty anymore. So the cleanest dirty clothes were the clean clothes that we'd wear because we was just in a bad situation because of me. God allowed me to get so sick that I had no choice but to come back from that. So that break was my alcoholism. Then when I stopped drinking, uh, I had convinced myself that I couldn't do music anymore. You were too it, old? No, hell no. Too oh, sick. Hell no. Too, no, you know what? Honestly, because I stopped drinking, I felt like that was my spinach. That was my gas. Uh, that was my juice. Everything that I had become at that point was all a derivative of alcohol. So when the doctors convinced me not to take it anymore, drink it anymore, and when the counselors convinced me and when my body said I don't want it anymore, it was like, oh, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Tony Grands anymore. And I have to be Anthony. And I, have to, <laughs> and I have to get a job. And I have to become a regular person, which I did. I became an alcohol counselor. Uh, I worked at Mattel for a little while, pretending I was an IT dude, all these different things. Pretending you're an IT dude? I like Pretend, that. Oh, I was, I was pretending <laughs> I was an IT dude. Were and the cool thing is, pretend, look at this. I was getting absolutely paid to pretend. And I was surrounded by these white dudes and an Indian dude. And they were so nice to me. So nice to me. They treated me cool. They, they let me pretend to be an IT dude. From there, I went to my other job. And I played this little corporate game that I'm still sort of playing now. But at some point, something told me, hey, man, this isn't what, what God brought you back to be. All the things I went through with my alcoholism, I was on the organ donors list for my liver. I had infections in my kidneys, in my lungs, in my small intestines. At the end of, the, at the end of me coming out the hospital, I had brain damage. Um, I had this thing with my legs where I'd have to stand up for about three minutes so the circulation would start because my blood was so thick. It was terrible, terrible. I had uh, two colonoscopies, uh, some blood transfusions. God damn, you, like, you, <clears throat> you say you're a new person. You literally you, have new blood. Let me tell boy. you, yeah, a, <laughs> couple, a couple of times over. It was, it, was, it was to a point where I had to take about 11 medications a day. But I had to do all of this stuff just to make sure that I didn't die. The doctor said, if you, dr if you keep on drinking, you're going to die. I said, oh, that's easy. I'll never drink again. And I haven't. It's been uh, 10 years, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, seven months and uh, four days. I refuse to drink. Yeah, I refuse to drink. I, I do other things, but alcohol tried to kill me. And if if and people say, how'd you do it? Was it this? Was it that? Uh, more than anything else, I would have just I would have hated to have died like that in front of my children. Yeah. What kind of terrible story would that have been for them to carry with them? What kind of legacy would I have left if I sat in front of them and drank alcohol until I died? And you knew oh. it was happening. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm a smart dude. That's basically you know? suicide. Yeah, that's absolutely. like that's suicide. It's taking the easy. That's the coward absolutely. ways out. It's coward way out. So that brought me here. One day at work, I decided. I have to get back to who I was. And in, and in counseling, they taught you when you're done with all of this, go back to who you were. That was the end of that break. So my break was alcoholism. And you went back to that 9-year-old, that 11-year-old kid who was that, rapping that, on the radio. That 20-year-old that, that dude who was catching a bus out to Woodland Hills and uh, Panama what city or whatever, going to get on uh, tracks with people who saw potential in me, mm -hmm. who understood what I could achieve, who saw something way bigger than what I saw back then as a kid. Right. You know, And it was easy for me to get back to it. God allowed it to happen. He put people in my path. That's a whole different story right there. But I believe and the energy is real and God is real and all that kind of stuff. And all these different things lined me up, including with you, True. including with you. True. You know, we can break down that story of all those guys that were on that list that you could have just, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man. You're like, ah, oh, it's just something about this guy here. Well, the thing is, is that, yeah, we should go into that story because it's a great story. I was actually telling it yesterday at your video shoot. 
because uh, people were like, so many things happened there like, that I didn't who? know about. Someone was like, who uh, are you? You know, because yeah. I was having a great time. Absolutely. Like, who Absolutely. are you? And it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. Yeah, you saw the footage yes, already? Yes, I love it. Uh, well, I saw some of it. Yeah, yeah, of I course. It's not done it. yet, yeah. But um, I was telling the story. I was like, look, I had just moved back to L.A. I was trying to, like, really do this entertainment thing. I was throwing this show, this monthly event, and I was looking for new artists because I don't, you know, I don't like to recycle like lineups and I didn't want to be taking lineups from other, all the other shows I that so I was I, looking for. Now, now that I'm in the mix, I see the whole, the whole workings of it Yeah, all. you see yeah, like, you I start seeing it. a lot of the same people on a lot of the same shows yeah, yeah. and it's just like, I knew from the beginning that I didn't want to do that. Like I wanted it to be fresh and new. That's I wanted good. to like create something where people who have never been heard before could come and be heard, you know? So I was looking um, it's just randomly this blog I signed up for where you could submit your music. So I went to go submit my track, and I was like, hey, let me see if I could find some other artists on here. And I actually went to every single person, and I was listening to I'm the sure. songs. I'm sure. And when I heard your song, I was like, I like this dude. The, the music was good. The mixing was good. Levels were good. Like, just from a quality standpoint, which is where I always start. Like, if, if the demo sounds like shit, then... Yeah, but that says a lot where you are, you know. And then I heard what you were rapping about your message. It was like more conscious thought. It wasn't like what's it wasn't mainstream radio shit. And I was like, okay, I'm reach out to this dude. And I did. And I hit you up. Absolutely. And you were like, I'm I'm ready to do shows. Yeah, yeah. I think you even called you like I want to talk to you. Like, yeah, you're like I need yeah, to talk absolutely. to you on, in in person. Absolutely, yeah. because you were a part of you were a part of all the things that. I'd already told God I need these things lined up in this fashion. And he said, okay, cool. You ready for it? I'm going to give it to you. And I mean, just that simple. Even this right here is a part of that same thing. Because when I talk to God, I talk to him about certain things. I have an understanding with him. I truly believe these things. Yeah. I said, I need another platform to talk about certain things because I can't say everything I want to say to people in music. It's going to turn them off. And that's not. I'm not trying to sell the message inside. I'm not trying to trick anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me another platform. I need some other things. Sure enough, another buddy of mine called me about coming on here. His blog, a couple of weeks later, you hit me about this one because somebody randomly dropped out and it all lines up, brother. Yeah. It all lines up. I love it. And I love it. And honestly, I don't know how many times that a story like that that I've heard because, you know, once you align the yes. energy and yes. the vision and you get, that. I believe that. you know, exactly what you want, I like, believe that. yeah, the opportunities start coming. Absolutely. So let's, so let's talk about. Is there a lot of songs where you talk about your alcoholism? Is that like something that is, is there like is that big? Is that a big theme in a lot of the music, or um, or I, is it something that you just kind of like you use it for fuel, but it's not something that you explicitly say like I was see. a drunk and my teeth were falling out. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think I've I very, very rarely, if ever, have I ever really referenced it to the magnitude like I could. Because I don't, I don't know. There's, there's, there's a, there's a huge, there's, a, there's, there's dozens of messages inside of my drinking and the things that I learned while I was drinking afterwards and the things I understood before now in, in, in hindsight. But I don't think that those things necessarily have a place in the music. Okay. To, to an extent, and as I grow as an artist, song-wise, and I, and I learn how to formulate those emotions into thoughts that I could give to somebody and it won't overwhelm them, yes. But at this point, I could tell you stories right now about things that physically happened to me, and to me, they're funny, and I laugh because I survived. And, but you know, I might want to throw it's, up. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, some terrible things, because I had a colonoscopy, and I sort of didn't take to the anesthesia, but they needed to see what was happening, so I had to experience that. Yeah, it was like, a, oh, we got we to got, we got, we got get up in there mister i said hey 
<laughs> do what you got to do. Oh my god. Okay, one more though. One more. One uh, more. Let's keep it going. One more. Let's keep it going. I had some. This is your I platform, had my boy. My, um, I had an infection in my lungs, so my lungs obviously they weren't processing all the oxygen and everything the way that they were supposed to, and fluid began to build in my lungs. But it was happening very rapidly. So the doctor told my dad, "Yeah, we have this medicine that we can try. We don't think that's gonna work. So what we need you to do is grab both of his hands and hold on real tight." And they took this needle, probably about that big. Oh man! Oh, they stuck that thing into my back, and I squeezed my dad's hands, and it hurt so much that I looked at him. and was like, "Well, I can't believe I did this to myself." Like it was, it was a moment of complete clarity. Any type of medicine I was on, it wore off for like seven seconds. I said, "Wow, I can't believe I did this to myself." Oh my god! And they drew the fluid out and put it in a jar and showed it to me. Like, yeah, this is what's happening in there. This is what we're trying to stop, sir. You shouldn't drink anymore. (laughs) Message received, guys. Thank you. Shout out to Kaiser Hospital for saving my life. Kaiser. Yes. Definitely. Wow. I don't even know where to go up from there. I got a lot of stories. How many minutes we got left? I got a lot of stories. See, and those stories, I don't necessarily use yeah, as how horror would you put, stories. Yeah, how would you put that on a track? It wouldn't make sense. Nobody yeah. wants to hear yeah, that. No one Nobody wants to hear that. That's just not the type of music. No. And if I, if I can get your attention enough inside of a couple of minutes with a song and something that'll catch your attention, if that's enough of me to entertain or keep your attention span, then, hey, man, have a conversation with me. Find me somewhere on the internet where I'm having a conversation. You right, know, right, things right. of that nature. Get a, get a piece of all this, whatever it is that I'm trying to offer. You know, just, I don't know, a message. I want people to understand that time is limited. You know, be happy. Do the things that you want to do. Most importantly than anything else, after my alcoholism, the message I took from all of that wasn't stop drinking or take care of your family or any of those cliche things. It was that, man, you, you got a limited amount of time on this planet. And if you want to genuinely be happy, then you have to go do what you want to do. Yeah. If God provides that way, like you said, when things start to align, if you're in tune enough to understand that those things are aligning, bro, you winning. All you have to do is move in the same fashion. Make sure you're doing what, you, what, what you're supposed to do. And then more importantly than anything else, man, I want to stress to people to ask God for guidance and you don't have to ask him for help. Ask God for guidance before you do it. You don't have to ask him for help while it's happening. Because sometimes you think you're getting ignored and it's not that you're getting ignored, but you got free will and you made a decision all on your own. Mm-hmm. That don't have nothing to do with Christianity or being a Muslim because I don't even believe in all that stuff. But I, but I understand what biblical wisdom to an extent can be applied to Common, common logical right, thinking. Right, you right, know, right. certain things you do it, and those energies move in your in, in your in your way. Call it the cosmos. Call it the universe. You yeah, call it yeah, whatever yeah. the hell you want to call it. Yeah, call it whatever you and want. I took it, that's it, what I took from the alcoholism to get back to that because those things are working in your favor. You only got a certain amount of time, and let the people know to be happy. Go do something to make yourself happy. You know, that's very important. Very important to me. Selfish, selfish happiness. Very important. Yeah, I mean. You can't do shit without that. As long as you're not encroaching on anybody else's happiness, Absolutely. you know, if anything, Absolutely. try to build up everybody's infinite happiness and Absolutely. we'd be a way better place. Absolutely. So, I love to be happy. I mean, who doesn't, right? I think a lot of people don't because they don't understand how to access those things, those emotions, those feelings. But you think they intention you think if they knew how to do it that they would choose not to be no everybody nah, wants to be happy no. yeah like hell i don't no. think anybody wants to wake up in the morning and hate their job or no. feel like they're in a relationship no. that they can't get out of Absolutely or, not. Absolutely or feel not. stuck or trapped or so then that's that's a segue to certain things that i'm trying to get people to understand about life not because i'm uh uh not because i have a degree or because i have any enlightened sense of actuality or anything like that. I've just been through some shit and I survived some things right, and I right, understand right. what's real and what's not. And more importantly than anything else, man, time is probably the most, is the most important thing because as long as you have time 
as long as you have time on your side and if you understand and acknowledge the importance of time what it truly is then it is on your side it's like it's like uh take any movie that had a time bomb they had the element of that 45 second opportunity to try to defuse the bomb versus hey man i'm not even gonna turn around and look at the bomb hell no man because then when it's blowing up and everything slows down and shit's flashing before your eyes I'm like damn man i should have just turned around and looked at the, the mm-hmm. thing because then at least i would have known i had 20 seconds to jump up for joy or to pray or anything you know i think um so since we're talking about time i think like a lot of people myself included try to get in this like busy mentality where they feel like oh i don't got that much time so i gotta use every second of every day to be working or and i just feel like sometimes like understanding time is also knowing when to take time off and when to like recharge and like you know enjoy time with your family or time you know time walking around in the park or like you know there's like there has to that message gets a little muddled sometimes like Mm -hmm. oh understand time take advantage of all your time like time is a unrenewable resource you can never get back but sometimes you gotta like Gotta waste time sometimes, you know. You, you have gotta, to like, waste you gotta time. like let you have it, to waste time. You know, I think let, I think you know, that falls. I think that falls into the acknowledgement of it though, because when I was coming up here, you know, I called my wife. I said, well, you know, whoop whoop whoop. She's like, all right, cool. So on my way up here, I'm acknowledging the time that I've been spending on Tony Grands doing what Tony Grands needs to do. You've been a part of that this weekend, mm-hmm. so I've been on the go since like Friday, bro. Right. Moving and shaking, right, moving right, and shaking. Right. You know, today I had to sit down, chill, relax. Then you hit me. I'm jumping on the road. You know, gave my wife a kiss, gave my daughter a kiss. And on the way here, I'm thinking about, okay, so next weekend I can't do anything but what they want to do. No Tony Grands like, you know, time. No, nope, not at all. I got to go, be, gotta be gotta daddy be family and man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm acknowledging that time that not only do they need that time, but I need that time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, shout out to the breadwinners. Yeah. Yesterday we were talking, when we were at the video shoot, me and the breadwinners were talking about, uh, yeah, so we got this for you, we got that for you, but this is happening, that's happening. I said, so this is what we're going to do then. Nothing else for the rest of the year. I got an EP dropping uh, Friday. Uh, I got a show Saturday. Uh, I'm, I'm on here with you right now. We're doing it. Um, this will come out uh, next week. The, so. the video for, uh, for Drama at Home is about to drop, which people seem to really get a kick out of already. So I'm doing all these different things. Damn, you got to turn around time that quick? Look, look, oh, man, he's no joke, That's brother. Shout out to David Griffin. David Shout Griffin. Shout out to David Griffin. Yeah, I got some, look, I got some really good people around me, man, and they're all blessings, and I believe God sent me those soldiers so I could fight this particular war that I'm fighting. Not an entire war, See, but a really battle. These words, man, movement, war, it's like I, you bring up imagery of like like if there is an enemy or an oppressor there like is what, what there are you is. what are you fighting what are you fighting unhappiness time depression uh misery loneliness um I don't know, man. Just every, every everything everything negativity every everything that will everything that would be an enemy of happiness because I like to be happy. I'm re- I, I very rarely I very rarely am in a hurry. I'm at work sometimes and I move quickly, but that's because I don't want them to bother me and I know how to play that game. <laughs> Outside of that, when I'm driving down the street, people go around me because I'm not in a hurry. I want to be happy. I like to be content. I like to do the things that make me happy. And sometimes to some people, they take that personally like, a, like it's a real selfishness, but I don't think so. I think I've earned an opportunity on this planet after all these years and all these experiences. I raised my children. I've been married for almost 20 years. All these different things that I've successfully conquered to an extent. Oh, man, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's going to be me time from, from uh, maybe from here on out simply because time is limited 
Right. That 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 um that governing of time. There's slots for my children, slots for my wife, slots for my my grandchildren one day, and all the other things. But it's all under the umbrella of the things that make me happy. And right. if it doesn't make me happy, I can't fuck with it right now. I can't afford to. I I just like how you say. You know, it's all about time, 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 but then you're not in a hurry. Nah, like, I love yeah, that, yeah. that paradox, that yeah. contradiction, like, and to be, to be okay in that, right? Because yeah, that's what the world is, just contradictions, like, we spinning, but we moving. Absolutely. Like we, we spinning right now really fast, but we're standing but still, we're you know? Right like, that's, right what, that's, like, what our reality is. The only movement that we make right now is the movement that we actually make. And if you sit down and don't move, then you literally don't move. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Get up and do something because you're only going to be sitting there for so long, no matter if you move or not. Right. You know what's a great movie, man, and a, a kind of a movie that sort of solidified me uh, deciding that I'm going to actively get back into music. Everybody raps. Everybody can spit bars on YouTube. Everybody can whatever. Everybody does that. It's only a certain amount of people who put a certain amount of energy, time, money, personal investment, sacrifice into something that they believe in because it's bigger than that. One day I was ironing clothes behind my wife. She's watching Fences on, on TV. and She said, come sit down and watch this movie with me. I said, hell no, I'm not going to watch that movie with you because I don't want to cry. I said, oh, it's not going to make you cry. I said, yes, it is. I don't want to yeah, watch that is. movie. Yeah, it is. Of course, I sat down and I watched that movie. And she's crying, but I never started crying. I'm like, why are you crying? She's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, that's what you got from this movie? What I see is that this man allowed his unhappiness to trap him so deeply that he couldn't even help that it radiated to everything around him. And when it was all said and done, bro, he died miserable and alone in a house full of people. What? All the things that I've been through, even convincing myself that I could no longer rap. When I saw that movie, that was the end piece right there for me. I would hate to be on my deathbed or something, something like that, anything like that, and look back and think, man, I never even tried. What? What kind of prisoner? What kind of prisoner of war is that? That's some bullshit. Yeah. So at that point, I decided, hey, God. I have some things I want to do, and I know that you put me here for a much greater purpose than to sit here and help these damn customers. So what's up? What are we, what, what we going to do? What are we going to do? And what did we start doing? We started doing this right here. And when I need that person to come into my life, and not, not a temporary person who you just meet and it's a fly-by-night thing, right. but it's somebody that I build a relationship with and somebody who I start growing things with. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all these people are still constant pieces to everything that's happening. Come on, man. Get out of here. Can't nobody tell me shit. Nope. I like that. And on that note, you've been hella busy. You've been recording a lot of music. You've been putting out a lot of visuals. You've been like doing the damn thing, being yeah. consistent again with the consistency. You said your EP's dropping Friday. Yes, sir. It's called Headshot. 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 Yep, it's going to be on all the things where everybody else's music is. Mine will be there, too. This Friday. Yes, so sir. November this November the 9th. 9th. November the 9th. Headshot. And Drama at Home. Drama at Home is the single right now that that's that's circulating. Um, and it's, the video is dropping. The video is going to be out probably on YouTube within a couple of days, hopefully Friday okay. at the latest. But uh, if you guys follow me on Instagram, Tony Grands, one word. Follow me on Twitter, Tony underscore Grands. Um, you can go to TonyGrandsHQ.com. You can go to pretty much any site and search Tony Grands, and you'll find it there. Go to Google; it'll take you to everything. But there'll be announcements up to the music and to the videos and to performances coming up. Um, I'm Hopefully, hopefully my man Sneaky will pull some strings for me and we'll see if something else can happen before the end of the year. But I got a, I got another performance coming up, but it's not necessarily for everybody. Um, it's for people that follow me on Instagram. How about that? So if you follow me on Instagram, then you'll find out about another thing that I'm doing actually this Saturday. And it's actually literally going to be lit. So it might be worth your while to go check me out on Instagram and see what I'm talking about. Well, you heard it here first. 
You gotta check out the Instagram. You have to. You gotta check out everything that my boy Tony's been doing. So we're gonna listen to this song right now, Drama at Home. You wanna give people a little. We just shot a video for it. Yes. Hey, it was hella fun. Yes. When y'all yes. see it, you'll realize I'm wearing the same exact outfit I wore in the video. <laughs> I wanted to do it when I found out Tony was coming. I was like, we're just going to be consistent about the outfit for absolutely, the video. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm That's, like a cartoon character right look, now. You look, know what I'm saying? Look, go, look, back to my uncle selling dope in the 80s. He used to wear the same clothes all the time, and that just meant that he was out there grinding and hustling, and you couldn't judge him because that meant that he made a move. Yeah, and hey, Einstein wore the same clothes. Steve yeah, Jobs you do what you got to do. You clothes. hustling and you grinding. We all geniuses but, um, out here. Uh, so, uh, Drama at Home, for the most part, uh, the Breadwinners, shout out to the Breadwinners, they're just a really good production team, and when they give me music, the music has personality and feeling, and we were working on the EP, and I did, um, I just finished a song called, um, it was called Pray to God, but now it's called Everything You Say, but it's kind of a tough talk song, tough talk with a message, but, um, the song that I was working on after that had a different vibe, it had something I wanted to be more relaxed, so I started working on the Drama at Home, and Drama at Home wasn't the original title, but I called it Drama at Home because I think that's really funny, because people, at the time, me and my wife were arguing, they automatically and they so thought, yeah. Right. Somebody's like, oh, man, y'all cool? Y'all cool? I said, nah, she getting on my nerves as usual. But you should check out the new song, though. Oh, this ain't about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's just kind of a feel-good song. I knew how I wanted to do it. Uh, we talked about yesterday. I knew the people that I wanted to be in it for the specific reasons that I needed them to have their energy as well as get the energy that I wanted around them. The whole different thing, man. I'm real big on energy. I don't write any songs without any kind of energy. And I'm just, man, I'm out here moving, brother. You are, man. I'm and honestly, like... Since since we clicked up, and I'm not trying to take any credit for it, but I just noticed that once I started following you, and we started like, you were on it. Yeah, you were you yeah. were putting out like take a credit. song every two weeks. Yeah, you take, were like take, ready to take, perform. Take credit like, for take credit for allowing me the opportunity to get that part of my foot wet again so I could continue to move on to the next piece. If you had been, yeah, 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 and left me hanging, I'm not a depressed dude, but who knows how that would have affected me. You know, right. It's like, a, again. You might have had a setback anything, and been like, anything, uh, you know, maybe you know? I'm not supposed to be this rapper, anything, but nah, man, I wasn't going to let nah, you out like that, Of course that, not, because that's, that's not God that's planned like, for me. I like I like your energy, your persistence, the fact that you wanted to talk on the phone, the fact that you wanted to meet. You're like, hey, man, like, even if we don't do anything in the yeah, next one, like, let's meet. When's your next show? Absolutely. You came out to support me at Bananas. Absolutely. You came out. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you know, the whole social media. And, like, to me, I was like, I saw you as a real genuine dude. I appreciate and that. And I wanted people to also see you the I way I see that. you. So hopefully this will help. I, I appreciate that. And we'll that. share it. And Absolutely. we'll get it out once Absolutely. it's up. And you can let all your people know that Absolutely. you're out here spreading your message. Of course. Of course. And, and uh, you as well, brother. You know, one, one hand scratches the other. We're going to get it. Hey, Right. man, hey, I mean, the fact that you're here and I'm not right here ranting to the camp, you're already doing me a huge solid, you know? So Absolutely. It's all good, man. You already know. Holla at your boy. You already hey, know. I knew, I, was, I knew there was a reason why I kept this phone on the spot on me. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Well, thank you for coming out. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening. We'll be here next week, every Monday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the west side of the after party. You're about to hear Drama at Home. Off the new EP that's dropping on Friday. Dropping on Friday. The video will be everywhere. out soon. So follow my man Tony so you can watch the visuals and check out the music and keep up with the movement Absolutely. and the war Absolutely. and the enemy of everything look, against look, look. happiness. Time is limited. Time is limited. Whatever you want to do, get off your ass and go do it. Because we're done right here. Get off your ass and go do it yeah. when the music stops. Happiness is key. Go find it and try to help other people find their happiness because then you'll be even more happy when you find yours. For real. We out. <laughs> <laughs>